0: Welcome back to Remember Country Music. This week I got to hang out with fellow New Jerseyan Megan Knight. We talked a lot about her sound and how it's okay to take risks to figure out what sound works best for you. We also got to talk about her song Hard Way To Go and her brand new song My Drama, which is out now. Megan Knight on the RCM Podcast. Come at you. what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the Member country music podcast as always i'm your host kyle corbus and uh, today i'm excited i'm excited for many reasons but one of them is the fact that i have my friend megan knight here megan how are you what's going on
1: great how are you
0: i'm Thank fantastic you, i am fantastic and like we talked about right before i hit record here part of the reason why i'm in a great mood is because megan is from new jersey yes uh, <laughs> If you know me, you know that I'm from North Jersey, and um, I've been doing this whole thing out of my house for the last year and a half in North Jersey. I wear cowboy boots. I love country music. And um, yeah, I'm kind of a weirdo when it comes up here. So it's fun that we have another weirdo down in South Jersey, Megan.
1: Of course. (laughs) And we both are country lovers with rock influence. So that's that's even cooler.
0: this This is very true. This is very, very true. Um, I have a feeling that we're going to start talking about some um, some some great albums because now that you have, I know you have uh, some rock love in you too, um, you know, that's always fun to talk about too. So we're going to get into it and we're just going to kind of have a conversation here. Megan, you're from, I, I just want I, I to square this away right now because I feel like I have to. Yeah. It's Taylor Ham. Okay. But we're just going to leave it there. Okay. Right.
1: I, I can't agree, but I'll agree for your sanity's sake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I'll send you
1: down here. I
0: it, I think you're wrong. I, I just think you're wrong. We're, we're not going to talk about it because I feel like we'll go on for an hour about it. But I just think you're wrong. And I, and I will fight that to the death. I will go to the grave saying, Taylor, and let's just.
1: I'll let you in today.
0: Okay. At least least I get to win today. I may not get to win tomorrow, but today I got to win. So that's all that matters. matters. Um, so why don't we just kind of uh, get into it by, by, um, maybe just prefacing who you are, uh, who, who, as, as an artist, but also kind of as a person, um, kind of who you, I I don't like using the word influences, but um, just being from Jersey, I feel like it's kind of nice to hear kind of who you grew up listening to and and where you pull your uh, inspiration from. Again, I hate the word influences, but I feel like when you're up here, there's so many different influences. So I feel like I just want to know kind of the base of who you listen to, what you like, even why don't you give me like a couple of who you grew up with music wise, and then someone that you're listening to right now that you really love.
1: Okay, perfect. So I started um, listening to Dave Matthews because that's all my dad would play around the house cool. when I was really little. And then when I grew up around you know, 13, 14, I went to a million of his concerts with my dad because that's who he was just so into. So he started with like acoustic guitar. I don't know if you're familiar with his music, but it was just very natural to like see an artist on stage and then being able to, you know, play an instrument and do their thing so I know when I was listening to music originally I've always loved it my parents are super into music but I never really saw myself as a musician but then the game rock band came out (laughs) (laughs) like I was really into it like I thought I was going to be a drummer but my dad said that's too much work so I got a guitar and that's when I started like really finding my influences so I actually joined um this thing called rock university and it's like a rock school so we would play stuff from you know like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, like, you know, all that stuff. So I was collecting all this like rock influence stuff. And like I said, the game was there and I just loved all of it so much. And then um, my mom's super into country and everything. So then that's where that like whole country influence came in and her parents were into it. So I heard like Hank Williams and all that traditional stuff. And um, my friends from high school loved pop music. So I'm kind of like influenced by all of that. Yeah. Um, like I love like Lana Del Rey. Like my last record is very alternative. So with my new sound, I'm kind of combining like all of it with a country influence, but trying to create something new. Yeah. So like right now, I'm really into like Morgan Wallen and his stuff and how he brings like a pop edge to his country music, but it's still like a traditional sound. Yeah. I'm super into that. Um, but yeah, I honestly listen to like a little bit of everything.
0: I've, see, see, I See, I feel like I always said that I always said, I listen to a little bit of everything. And I think that for the most part, that's true. And yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when I go through your catalog and listen to, I think more of your, I would say what year, I guess it's 2021. So I guess like the 2019 songs into the, into the now songs, the ones that came out in 2020. Right. I think I see what you're, what you're, what you're saying when you have all the different, like your, like obviously your most recent song is very rock heavy, but the one before that's very, very, with you know, the, the Lana Del Rey type sounds, which,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, very much so, which I think is really cool, because I'm always a firm believer of the fact that I think that when you genre a person as an artist, it puts them in like a pigeonhole. But genres are good, because you need genres. But I think that as an artist, it's good to kind of have, you know, if you want to play both sides of the field, that's okay. And I think that's cool. Because then I think that allows you to expand. So I, like, like you said, you know, you, you put out, you know, songs that have different sounds and, and you're trying to cater to this one. You're trying to take all these, one, all these different sounds and stick them into one like a mosh posh, which is really sure. cool. And the fact that you have the capability of doing that's awesome. Cause I feel like some people like there are a ton of people out there that don't have that capability. So it's cool that you can do that. Um, but it's cool that, you know, you have the rock influence and the pop influence and the country influence. Cause that's everything I grew up with too. Right. Um, yeah. I think that, it, that at some point, like I told you, I strayed away from what I thought I liked to what I really liked, because it wasn't cool. Of what what I really liked wasn't cool. So, exactly.
1: like so I I've, love producing and stuff too. Like yeah. I love getting more of that side of the business. Like I love a publishing deal because I have so many different influences and can write for so many different genres. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm working in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, it is very like country influenced and yeah. rock influenced. Because I don't know if you know much about that area, but um, like the Rolling Stones recorded there, mm-hmm. the Almond Brothers band. So it has that like rootsy sound combined with you know everything else so it's like a good place for me to be Yeah. um but in order to keep everything up and since i'm leaning more towards that direction now because i do i'm at the age now where i kind of do have to like find my lane and find my genre and find my fan base and like be a little more predictable than Mm -hmm. i was before but i'd love to um you know like be a a writer or something so i still have that flexibility you know what i mean right yeah yeah
0: Yeah. um you know, I think that the flexibility is probably one of the most important things, because like I said, then it allows you to not pigeonhole yourself. But um, I agree. Do you like, uh, do you like going out to Alabama? Is that, is that fun? Is that, is that, is that a fun time?
1: Actually, there is not much to do there. Something yeah. like runs in the water supply or something because they all are so talented. You're like, what is going on? But um, I really like Nashville. So every time I go to Alabama, we fly into Nashville, spend time there, drive to Alabama. That's nice. And then hang out in Nashville again and then we leave. So it's kind of like the influence of both for um my most recent song that came out. I actually hired a synth player from cool. Nashville to bring, you know, that pop contemporary country sound yeah. to their roots kind of yeah. sound. I'm trying to create something, you know, fresh, I guess.
0: Right. Cause I mean that yeah. I feel like I feel like see, now, now now after hearing you say that, the word what I the one word that pops in my head is like you're just a music fan like you know you know you you see all sides of it you know like uh i don't know how who to compare that to but you know if you like producing that's a really cool aspect too and that's an aspect of music that i will never understand and probably won't even touch because my brain's too small for that but i think that you know it's 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 a really cool side of things and and uh it allows you to expand your sound and kind of um you know i feel like Test, test is a good word, test things out, um, which is, which is nice. Um, so let me ask you, you said you went to a ton of uh, Dave Matthews concerts. How, what kind of concerts have you been to? Have you been, so let me preface this. Uh, we are the same age. I have yes. a feeling that you've been to more concerts than I have, although I've been to some decent concerts. I've been to, but I didn't start going to concerts until late in high school. My first concert was when I was 17.
1: What did you say? <laughs> it's gonna be like Travis Scott or something no
0: no Uh actually wait 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 Mm -hmm. I have never seen a rap concert ever
1: I'm surprised ever from
0: Jersey I am I know I was having this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday and I was like (laughs) yeah I've never been to a rap concert and I don't don't really know if I have that much of a desire to go I don't know why I just I feel like I like to go to concerts of people that you know I listen to all the time because I don't know. So I I've, I've gone to my first concert ever was rascal flats. Okay. Okay. Rascal flats. Where do you think it was? I want you to take a guess. Where do you think it was? It was in New Jersey.
1: Rascal Flat.
0: Don't think big. Well, I mean, I guess big, but don't think big, big.
1: Was it like BB and C close? I don't know. P and C. Oh, okay. So it was a good first
0: experience. It was a good first experience, although I probably should have gotten the lawn seats instead of getting an actual seat. But I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know it was my yeah. first concert. My first I really
1: like to be away from the lawn. It gets a little dramatic up there, but the, the lawn,
0: <laughs> the lawn does get dramatic. I yeah. would very much agree with you. It gets dramatic, a little messy, and sometimes just it's a mess. So
1: a, it depends on the vibe you're going for that night, where you're, where you want to go.
0: I, I would 100% agree. And um yeah, so I saw Rascal Flatts and they were great because that's who I was listening to at the time because I was just kind of starting to dip my toes into uh, the country music world. So, so that's that was really cool. And then I think, honestly, every year since then, I've been to one concert since, at least one concert, which is oh, nice. That's
1: great. Honestly, that's probably more than I can because I'm playing like my own show so much. I wish I could see more concerts, but we're always yeah. playing on the same days. You know, yeah. concerts around here, usually the big ones are on Friday, Saturday nights. I'm never off. Right. So it, it kind of is awesome to pursue music, but as a fan, you're also missing out on a lot going on. Yeah. But I, I recently saw um Jason Aldean at BBNC and um Hardy opened and um
0: Lainey Wilson. Laney
1: Wilson. Yeah, that was a great concert. I loved it.
0: It's funny because so I love Aldean too. And Aldean was my last concert. Right before um, COVID started, so um, it was literally I saw him like the last week of February, and then I think two weeks later, then you know the world went to shit. But mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, Aldine is great. He's fantastic. Like, what isn't it just? He sounds
1: just, unreal live. Like, right? Sounds,
0: Doesn't he sound almost identical?
1: If he sounds like exactly like the record, or better. I don't really know, but it's just so well done. And the set dressing that they do is just awesome i don't know why but it's very intriguing
0: yeah it's cool Did i've always wanted i wanted to see hardy laugh too because oh um, my I, god you
1: have to go it was unreal
0: i just feel like he's he's just on a whole other ball game it's like everyone else he's and then my fun.
1: he's fun and he's also a great writer and yeah. i respect that because he's not just an artist for himself but he does a lot in
0: the, nashville for he everyone he, he has been so much more than just the last five years of being Michael Hardy. He's been so much more than that. I mean, like he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's some, one of the best writers in the business. Um, but I agree that, that that is a cool show. That's a cool show. I'm a little jealous about that one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am not going <laughs> to lie. Although I will say, I will say this, I will preface it like this. And I'm not trying to shadow the fact that you just saw Michael Hardy and freaking Jason Aldean, L- Laney Wilson. I'm not yeah. trying to shadow that but I did possibly go see Billy Joel in the garden last Friday.
1: No way. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm jealous of that. I have to admit.
0: I got tickets. It was his first show back in the garden since COVID. And uh, it, it was pretty freaking good. It was pretty good.
1: I have a tattoo on my arm. Oh, no
0: way. I shouldn't have told you. I should have just kept it quiet.
1: I know. I'm like, the one musical tattoo I have on my body is that. (laughs) What does it
0: say? What does it say? no way oh my i'm sorry now now i feel bad now no i'm to... sad no i'm
1: just kidding i just I love will... being in that song it like applies to everyone's life like
0: don't rush oh my it. god what are your so what are your favorite billy joel songs see this is what i'm saying i, I knew that the, i knew we were going to get on random conversations what are your favorite billy joel
1: songs yeah <sighs> don't
0: ask me that i mean okay all right fine because you can't really ask me that either yeah maybe like two or three
1: just like um, well definitely vienna obviously
0: i have to say for me it's either vienna well, I can't pick which one's better, but Vienna or either seen, scenes from an Italian restaurant.
1: Oh, it's it's just also good. I'm kind of like, I've been to like this um, speakeasy cigar shop or whatever. Cool. And I remember my friends just turned like Billy Joel to Shuffle and it was just like the best vibe ever.
0: That's, wait, where is this place?
1: It's, secret. it's You have to be part of the VIP to get in. You have like your own secret locker.
0: You know, that's not. <laughs> I'm
1: not record. a member if that makes you feel good.
0: Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, I, I, I. So I saw Billy. Billy was great. He kicked ass as usual, and um, it was like an out of body experience. I was like, "Well, this is wild," but um, yeah, it was it was pretty damn cool. Um, but that being said, I'm so glad the concerts are back, and I'm, you know, I'm so glad that you know you got to go see a show and and kind of you know just do all the good things that we all missed about music, because. That's why. That's why. Have you have you been to a show where you were like, I saw this TikTok today, and it was like, Have you ever seen your favorite artist of all time live? Have you done that?
1: Um. Well, my favorite artist of all time, I feel like it changes all the time. That's why I couldn't answer that question because I'm so biased with music. I, the only person I really had like an obsessive phase over was Lana Del Rey because I don't know why. Like her album, Ultraviolence. Okay it changed who I was as an artist because I've always been a very vulnerable, real, raw and honest person. Like I have yeah. no mercy with my writing, but um, her way of you know, depicting scenes with words blows my mind. So seeing yeah. her in concert was unreal that she was right in front of me after, I don't know, I've spent so many probably years of my time on this planet just like listening to her and watching her interviews and all that.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's one of those experiences where you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. And yeah. I have not gone to see my favorite artist of all time live. Um I think that might happen soon. But
1: uh, who is it?
0: Mary Church. I you know uh, I that was my time yeah
1: take this with you if he comes around
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: my dad would be like oh my god I think he's gonna be there."
0: Too. <laughs> wait why why'd the british accent just come in there for two oh, seconds oh it
1: comes out there's like <laughs> it's like this alter ego that lives within me actually I remember being like seven years old in disney world and there was this british family in front of me and I was just like, <laughs> oh no and I remember like looking up to my parents and I'm like they speak my language like I think I was like british in another life or something so <laughs> I, I really don't know
0: and uh, that was that that caught me off guard and I'm, it was pretty good though it was it was pretty good i gotta say it was,
1: it was just like it, it makes this debut every
0: <laughs> yeah it makes us, it yeah. pops in and pops out it shows face it yeah but i love i i uh, i love eric church i think eric church is um like you know how i told you that that um you know my my dad's a big bruce guy the way my dad talks about bruce is the way i talk about eric church and i think that you know i'm hoping that by the time this mm, i'm not gonna jinx it I'm going to, I was going to say something. I'm not going to jinx you. We're going to, we're just going to, I may see Eric church soon. So we're just going to keep that. Keep we're that. Gonna in man-
1: I was going to say, we're going to manifest that. It. Yeah. We're
0: yeah. going to manifest. It's it.
1: It's all so, how you look at it.
0: That's right. That's right. So we'll see what happens. But I think that um, there's something to be said about seeing your favorite artists live. Cause I feel like, you know, it either makes or breaks how you feel about them as a fan. You either love it or you're just like, wait, that wasn't as good as I thought, but usually it turns out to be pretty good because that's just how it is I, that my personal opinion, that's how it is so let's talk about your um your music journey here a little bit so you said you got started pretty young right um you know you've been you said you've been doing this for what at least like 10 years or so yeah. uh, music wise um and then uh you're on American Idol, right you know for 2020 so that makes sense yeah right? yeah so, so 2020 you're on idol um but you're young you know you're 23 gonna be 24 so how do you how was your chance to idol the chance where you were like okay because look let's be real here when you play music i feel like well you you know you live in a pretty popular tourist area I, I would say and i guess so do i but i feel like it's kind of hard to play the type of music that we love where we are and yeah. well i don't think it's too hard but it's hard to get noticed, I feel like, um, where you are and get the recognition that you feel you deserve. And I think everyone else feels the same way. So do you think that like idol was your chance to kind of just, um, show people what you got, whether you, you know, took it the long run or not, at least you got that shot.
1: Yeah. So actually I wasn't going to do idol. I don't know why I've just been like against the shows, like people that I know, um, down South and stuff have had offers for those shows and I mean, one of them are like pretty well known. So he found it very insulting that they even asked, like he's very well established. And he's like, what do you mean, do I want to be on your show? Like, um, do you not like, cause they, they aren't very like warming the way they try to like approach him. But anyway, so I got asked like three times for a private audition in an email. And I kept saying no, because... I don't know, I just didn't want to be known for like covers or something. And with original songs that take all the rights so you wanna play your original songs on it or else Mm -hmm. they like own you. So I was like, all right, I'll like do like a cover or something and I'll just try. I didn't expect to like get on or anything but the first time I tried, the producers were like, oh my gosh, yeah, we'll give you a shot for the judges. We love you. Um, So, you know, it's like a few more months later and then you're like actually in front of the judges. So it's supposed to be in Washington, DC. And um, I was, I remember that day, like, running around doing all these interviews all day like sweating my makeup off my hair is completely flat like I look awful and then they're like can you sing in front of the sign we're gonna like mic you up and um I'm like this is really random but it's not out of the question because they're like filming you doing like this different random stuff all day yeah. but I had to pee and they're like I don't care just start you have to start right now <laughs> okay so I start like playing and they're like recording stuff but I wasn't like expecting anything and then the judges came out behind me and I'm like I am not prepared I look like a mess it just was not like the ideal situation so Katy Perry came up to me and she's like do you want to go on a yacht party with us and you know like I talk like this but I was so in shock and like what is going on I was like oh my god like i love to I like I cringe so much at the video like I want to die so <laughs> She takes me up to like this third um, story of this yacht um, on a helicopter pad and they're like, okay, audition. And mind you, like 20 minutes before this, you sing for the producers before you'll ever audition. Um, and they changed my song. They said, this song's on Broadway. We want you to do this song. But then the judge's feedback's like, we don't know this song. And the whole build of the song was cut out because helicopters flew over, but they edit it to like not make sense or tell the story. And they didn't say who I was. So people in the comments were like, this is a rich and privileged audition mm. when it had nothing to do with it. But the way they approached it was just very strange. But the right. weirdest part is before the day even started, I remember the yacht sitting there and I whispered to my family. I'm like, oh, I wonder who's on that yacht. I want to go on it. But there was no cameras around, mm. nobody could hear me, but I accidentally like manifested it, <laughs> I swear. Yeah. So here I am on the yacht, actually manifested this. Um, and I still got the yes and got to go to LA. And I'm so grateful for the experience, but I mean, it sounded like I started singing yesterday. Like, I'll tell you right now, like <laughs> I know I'm much better than what that sounded like. because so. you
0: are cut off guard.
1: Right. And I was just, and there was no acoustics up there. And um, it, I was just like very disappointed that I've been in this business for 10 years. And then that's what's online of me. And yeah. like, that was supposed to be my moment. And I'm like, oh my God. But I got the yes, I got to go to LA, which was amazing. And they actually chose me i think that was like the spotlight thing so i think whoever was chosen to do that it's actually like an honor and i'm very thankful they gave me that um because whoever got that the way it's scripted because it is kind of like the kardashians are like one of those shows it's a little scripted um whoever got that was going to be eliminated and i know that because when i got to la they did 12 hours of interviews as you know like in DC when I was there, like I was like center of attention and then nobody was approaching me when I was in LA and all my friends were getting interviewed and all this stuff and I went up to the staff and I'm like, do you guys like need me for something? Cause it's been over a day. And um, I went to the vocal coach and she said everything I sang was just amazing and no critiques at all. And I'm like, I wanna be critiqued. Like why is she just saying everything's great? Like, I don't wanna hear that. And um, so then I like sang the audition I got a standing ovation. And I still, like, you You all sing, they don't tell you no on the spot. And then it, it turns out I'm eliminated, but it doesn't matter how good or bad you did. It's just, like, all, like, kind of scripted. Wow. Um, so when we got moved to, like, the other hotel, um, one of the people that were eliminated went up to the front desk, and they were, like, when did you get our names and room numbers? And they answered three days ago, which is before we came. So it just shows, like,
0: whoa, not yeah. really
1: about their performance. Like, I would have said no to me on that yacht, but it's just scripted. So... You know
0: what I mean? Wow. So I'm remember.
1: thankful for the experience, but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of wish it didn't air and I like grinded a little longer and proved myself, you know, right. as a debut that was different. But everything happens for a reason. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, you can't you can't dwell on it. But I, but I, you know, that's that's actually wild. I had I had no clue that I knew it was I knew there was a yeah. I knew there was a script aspect to it, but I didn't know if it was that it was that kind of in tune. That's for um, a little wild. I didn't realize that nonetheless you got the opportunity to kind of get up there and and you know at least maybe there were some new people i got to see it and say like oh who's this and go check you out so i think that yeah. that's that, that that part of it probably um is probably the 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 positive and then everything else just kind of dwindles out but- there's
1: definitely a lot of positives i mean from being on the show it has helped lead to um good opportunities i made some relationships with like six abc if you know that news station mm-hmm. yeah really nice to like make friends there and stuff yeah um so it has led to like really great opportunities it's just the situation itself was a little chaotic for me right right yeah. and
0: you know like you said like everything happens for a reason so um 100%, if yeah. that was part of your part of your path there i mean um that's what it is and that's that's just kind of how you have to do it but um you know yeah. I, I you know that's yeah, that's, I, I had no clue. I had no clue about all No, that. I am
1: still like so grateful for the situation. And I felt like it brought me a level of confidence because I feel like even from this situation, I feel like my skin has like gotten so thick from it. Like there is yeah. nothing that could happen or occur that's going to ever like derail. Throw you yourself.
0: off, just like turning yeah. around. And yeah, I'm just know like, know I'm right
1: ready thing. for anything now. You <laughs> know
0: what I mean? <laughs> like if you open your door right now, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, and Katy Perry were standing right outside your door, you'd be ready for it. Yeah.
1: I'd be like, all right, we're homies. Let's go.
0: (laughs) All right. You guys want to have some, uh, some, uh, some, some hors d'oeuvres. So we'll sit down and have some, have some cheeses on, uh, on on the cheese and meats board.
1: (laughs) So it was just a shock factor for me where like, you can mentally prepare to go into the room. Like I've never met a celebrity like that in my life too. So I remember being like 13 or however old I was when Katy Perry's documentary went out. And that also made me want to start my music career and i remember watching that documentary and then here she is i'm supposed to sing for her and she's right in front of me for the first time and i wasn't even like mentally prepared and i'm just like what is going on this is really trippy like it tripped me out and it was so cool but now i feel like mentally in the place where it's like you got to turn it on in this business like instantly and that was my moment where i had to throw myself into it and learn like you got to flip the switch faster Right.
0: right yeah I mean, uh, I think a lot of people struggle with that. I I mean, I I mean, I know I do. If I'm thrown off guard, you know, you're throwing me off and it's just, it's downhill from there. I mean, you make one mistake. For me, I I know this for a fact, I'll tell you this. When I make a mistake, if I make the tiniest little mistake, it'll throw me off for like the rest of whatever I'm doing, right? So like, so like for you, if I was there and they walked up on me, I think I'd freeze up and I'd just be like, um. mm, Mm, i don't know i was
1: just in total autopilot like it felt like like out-of-body experience for me because i was just like in like a mode like i was just going but in my mind it was racing so and i was just trying to keep up and now you kind of learn from experiences like that and i feel like that was meant to be thing to just learn you know be quicker don't let a little thing like throw you off just adapt quickly and now I'm like kind of better at that, so that's good. So I'm We're like good. happy. So at, it least happened. I'm at least happy something happened. good
0: came out. At least something good came out. Right?
1: And we made great friends. Like met people that do what I do, like across the country. And now it's like if I ever travel anywhere, it's like let's hang out. So it's cool.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. That is that, yeah. one thing that I think I love about those shows: the fact that people are even if you you know, make it through the audition and that's it, then, uh, you know, you still make the connections that get to last you, you know, however long you want them to last. So I think that's pretty cool because I think that's yeah. a really important aspect of life and a really important aspect of this business. So I just, I, I love that part of it, but while we're here, why don't we talk about some of your music? Um, you just put out a song uh, called hard way to go. It rocks it. And when I say rocks, I mean like it literally rocks it. it, it gets past <laughs> and it, uh, it, it's awesome. So I just kind of want you to talk about that a little bit and we'll kind of get into that. And I have some things I want to uh, ask you about that, but kind of, um, you know, I want you to explain the meaning of the song. I know the meaning of the song, but I want you to explain the meaning of the song and just kind of how it all came to be and why you decided to put this one out when you did.
1: Right. So um, I remember like sitting in my music room that is right over there. And um, I was just learning like different songs. Cause I'm also a cover artist, like on the side and i was gonna learn ohio by neil young but i remember just going into this drop D tuning and just strumming it like in this D cess chord and i was like amazing (laughs) i love it and instead of learning the song i just started playing random chord shapes in that tuning and i started like saying like random words to like my phone i always set it up when i'm writing and just let whatever comes out comes out and it wound up being about my life and the stories that i have like on the road and about sacrifices you have to make in order to pursue your passion and that's what that song wound up being about but when i was initially writing it i had no idea what i was getting into but then it easily wrote itself i guess
0: doesn't that um you know kind of make you know that like this is one that you're going to put out if it like basically writes itself and i find that wild like like people say that people say songs write themselves because i think about it and you could not get my ass sit down and write even a verse, let alone an entire song. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm wired that way. And I just don't think I'd be able to do it. But I think if you, if a song really pours out like that one, you know, it means something Two, you know, it's a good one. So um, I just think it's cool.
1: Yeah. Like writing um, when we actually went in and produced the song, cause I'm working with um, I co-produced this song and this record coming out with um James LeBlanc who's a hit songwriter for Rascal Flatts, mm-hmm. Travis Tritt, Martina McBride and um Jimmy Nutt he recently won a Grammy for engineering the steel drivers like bluegrass
0: that's cool so
1: I remember um sitting with them and I gave them the song I said I wrote this song and they're like we we dig it let's produce it but when we, when it came to looking to the spectrum of ep that's about to come out like early next year mm-hmm. they're like we think this song doesn't match because it rocks out like too hard compared to like you know the country overlay of what's coming right and i said okay like i totally like was like i totally get it maybe we'll like release it as a one off single or something like that but I actually wound up making the ep because they said they liked um like the different sound and how you know it's kind of like breaking barriers and i'm always about breaking the rules yeah all that stuff so it wound up making the record but it's just so funny because it almost didn't at all because it's so different
0: yeah Yeah. i I think it it really is it really is really different but i will say though i will say this that if you're to send someone that song and just say hey i'm an artist listen to this i feel like it catches everyone's attention like there's no way it's not because that's what happened to me right like i you know i got the song I listened to and I said whoa like this is really good and I think that as a guy who loves like really sad sappy slow songs I think when when a song comes out there and basically punches you in the face it's gonna stick out to you
1: that was kind of our marketing plan too like I'm not gonna lie it was like maybe when we're saying like this is a new artist like listen to this the idea was like to punch somebody in the face kind of I
0: mean that's what you have to do this is
1: shocking and then the next one's gonna be like a little you know not so obnoxious, but I like, I like a grand entrance. That's my personality too. I walk into a place and I'm like, I'll be friends with everyone. (laughs) I feel like it pretty much like depicts my personality too. So
0: yeah, no, I think that that's awesome. And I think that's kind of what you have to do, honestly. I mean, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to pitch yourself to someone, you want to pitch yourself where it's like, you know, they're going to turn their head around now and they're going to be like, okay, like it's great. And it's all like, well, the way I see it is this it's like if you're gonna pitch yourself, you have one shot to pitch yourself to someone, right? Okay. You wanna do something where they're gonna say, Whoa, like who is this? Where have they been? And what are they doing now? Yeah. You don't want to pitch themselves pitch yourselves as someone who may be doing something that someone's already done. That's still still be can be fantastic. It can still be awesome in every way. But if you get one shot, you want to do the one that's gonna punch you in the face. That's just personally what I think. Well,
1: that's like what I kind of thought about too. Like I won't I can easily, like, my song Bad Decision that came out, I recorded that with um, a guy named Matt McVaney. He produced for Kane Brown, Lauren Lena, very successful in what he does. And that's probably, honestly, one of my favorite songs that came out because I love the sound of the, like, freshness of it, especially for our generation where music is and also, like, the country thing. Right. But um, playing it live, like, it doesn't work because it's just such that pop sound. Like, when you, when you dial that song back, there's not... Many guts to it, honestly. And that's why with this song, I'm like, I want to combine you know that, but with something you can actually play live and it sells. So, I don't know. it's just like this constant like journey for me to try to find like that balance. you know what mm, I mean yeah. Where it's different, whereas bad decision, I feel like it wasn't that different. and it's
0: okay um, to take those risks too, like it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: so that's kind of like where i am in my journey in learning so i'm always still learning you know i didn't, right, of I didn't break the code yet but like yeah. i hope to figure it out one day yeah
0: and even if you don't the way i see it is this the way i this is great i you just opened up a fantastic point for me to tell you here. the yeah. way i see it is this is that where you are right now you weren't 10 years earlier
1: oh exactly i'm in so 10 cool.
0: years you're going to grow in those 10 years and you'll always be chasing that's a quote from that's a a paraphrase quote from Matthew mcconaughey that is right. one of my favorite ter- uh, uh, speeches. Um, I suggest you go watch it. It's like, I think it's one of his, it's one of his award speeches. Just type in Matthew McConaughey award speech. It'll come up. It's great. I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you, you'll always be somewhere farther in the next 10 years. So you may never crack the code, but that's the fun in it. That's Exactly.
1: The fun. I love it. I'm already fulfilled. Like, and it, my life, I feel like for you, for anyone, you know, the growth that you see within yourself is satisfying and it does feel nice and like good and you're like wow I can't even relate to who I was like then like I've learned so much so even that in itself like makes that's
0: awesome that's awesome and I think it's let me ask you then so so that song is obviously very very instrument heavy uh as we've been talking about here do you know how to play a bunch of instruments or are you just strictly guitar
1: um, guitar, piano. I played clarinet in middle school and Ooh. hated it. But we just- nice little nice
0: little clarinet feature on a country song. Okay, actually,
1: somebody <laughs> who's really good at that is Andy Shaw. I don't know who, if you know who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That man can play like every instrument, and he like crushes it. I love it. So actually, that's a clarinet used in a good context. But I did not like clarinet. We were yeah. just forced to learn something, and there wasn't enough clarinet players, so that was my instrument. <laughs> I felt like Squidward, but like. The dying cat version because I did not even put effort in this thing it was just
0: so you were like, squidward not squilliam this butcher. Yes, saying.
1: I was the squidward not squilliam of the bunch.
0: Yeah, Dropping yeah. <laughs> some SpongeBob references today, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, that's yeah. cool. That's cool.
1: But you know, it still lives in the house. Oh, and I play like the kick drum. I like to play guitar and kick drum, like some Mumford and Sons vibes. That's cool. Yeah, I've, I've always that.
0: wanted to play the kick drum you know what i've actually always wanted to play the cajon
1: oh really yeah it's like so good but actually like prefer the djembe i don't know if you know what that is it's like a very similar percussive instrument but it has a little bit more depth to it okay um so one of my percussionists, junior um when we have like certain like duo gigs and stuff at casinos he brings that if it's more of an acoustic vibe and Mm -hmm. i love it
0: i think i just think that like it's well okay also like i go through i go like if you can't tell i'm weird but like i go i go through like phases so like i'm for like three years i was at a guitar center one of my best friends is, he's a pretty decent guitar player and we went there uh just so he can you know fuck around and i was like huh a cajon 60 bucks i could justify this and he's like where are you gonna put that and yet you don't even know how to play it And i'm like i mean i guess you're right but
1: just, just youtube it that's how i taught myself guitar.
0: I tried that. It didn't work.
1: Oh, it takes a lot of hours of locking yourself in a room.
0: Yeah. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. that I don't
1: know who I was or how I was wired when I was younger, but I'm so grateful for the person I was because that dedication was not even questioned. (laughs) I was just locked. And I, looking back, I'm like, my attention span now is just, and I feel like it's the day and age with social media and everything so fast. And it's like, I did learn how to have structure and routine now, but it's been a struggle, like a struggle yes. for me. You know what I mean. But when I was younger, it was, it was easy. You yeah,
0: know? that's cool. See, I wish I, I wish I did it earlier. But um, you know, you live and you learn. Now here I am talking. So you know, that's that. Um, so so when you, the reason why I asked you that is, do you play the electric guitar on that song? If you were to play it, or do you? just go acoustic
1: um with my band like i'll do either one okay. but um on the actual product like project like the release version right. um, i just did the vocals and i kind of produced right. it and told people exactly what, cool. what i wanted to hear so like there's well,
0: that's this, cool too
1: there's a solo like a slide guitar solo so i'm the one who like came up with like all that i was like singing exactly what they needed to play and yeah told them to even put the slide into it because I heard it and I was just like this has to be there
0: do you so. see the, do you see uh that your producing mind per se just kind of helps you when you go into a song because you look and you say okay I, well I want this here I want this here and I want that there because I, I I stand behind the fact that and I've, I've told this to people before that I think like if you're if you're into music producing you just hear it in a different way and you can pick things that you like and that you don't like um, that maybe I wouldn't have even noticed a difference if I was listening or, you know, 100%,
1: but like my brain is so active. That's when it goes back to, um, like my older music and stuff and how, like, I love like all these different genres because my brain has like so many different, like things moving in here constantly. I have like <laughs> endless ideas. So it's like a blessing. Cause I can come up with a whole lot of stuff, but it's also like, not because I never want to stop you know what I mean and I just want to keep creating and I keep hearing things and they're like we have to like stop the session and start again tomorrow it's been like a 12-hour day and I just want to keep going (laughs) (laughs) that's something that's kind of annoying about it but it's definitely a blessing I guess yeah
0: that's awesome I think that's cool that you have kind of all these little like aspects to your music that that you know from a bass level someone would just say oh she's just an artist and and you know that that's she does but then you know, from a me perspective, after I did talk to you, you're not a songwriter, you do some producing, you know, you play instruments and you're just kind of the, uh, the whole kit and caboodle. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of, uh, that's kind of awesome. And you don't always see that, which is, you know, it's, it's kind of refreshing to, to, uh, hear that you just love music and that you love doing what you're doing. And, and, you know, that's why you keep doing it. So, um, that's really cool. That's cool. Um, so let's, let's talk about this new one. That's going to come out soon here. I, uh, I, I, I saw that you, that you teased a little bit of it that are on your, I saw it on your Instagram there that uh, it's called my drama and uh, it is coming out November 12th. Uh, this, that is this week of recording. So if you're listening to this right now, the song's out, go listen to it, go share it. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic, but whatever you could talk about the song about, go ahead and just kind of let us know.
1: So I'm excited about this track. Um, It was a hard one for me because, like I said, I've always been an honest writer and stuff, but this was just like kind of like really like attacking myself but in a good way. So uh-huh. it's kind of just about like the whole aspect of um, like it's kind of like about relationships and how we're not perfect. And when you meet the person, because sometimes everybody's a bit of a drama queen. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is about is just the fact that, you know, I'll accept your demons, your trauma, and that's how you know it's the right person if they accept you for all that you are, and um, being vulnerable and all the dark sides of yourself. <laughs> that's what this song is kind of about. That like I accept you, I accept everything that you are—the good, the bad, the indifferent—and uh, the music video for it. I'm so 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 excited about. We kind of captured that whole idea in a visual and. It's the first time I ever worked with a whole can of crew and stuff, so. Did you
0: like was, it? Did you enjoy the experience?
1: <laughs> oh my God, like I felt like a little actress and I didn't realize <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. And a lot of musicians are becoming actors and actresses now too. And I remember my mom I'm actually telling me yesterday, we had a family party, she's like, Lady Gaga's in all these films and this and that, you better like turn on your acting side because <laughs> with all the streaming and stuff and the revenue loss, cause you are not selling physical CDs you're gonna have to do it all if you're actually sustaining and I'm like okay so I kind of had a taste of what that was like in this video loved it and um actually whoa that is so weird the director of the video just texted me as I was talking about it right now (laughs) that's really really weird so it's not done yet I can't wait to see the finished product but um I got a teaser and I'm
0: stoked that's cool that's really cool I'm 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 excited to see it i'm excited to listen to the song because we're recording this now and uh, i haven't listened to the song yet. so i'm excited to hear the song and i'm excited to to to, uh watch the video because i always i always say whenever i watch music videos i go i don't know how these people do it because i i couldn't i i'm too goofy for that i start laughing like i can't and and all the cameras i just couldn't do it i would start laughing i know it and it would be horrible but I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you had fun.
1: No, oh, it it's so fun. Like I definitely have a side where some things I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Um, but that's what makes it more fun for me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: That's so cool, Megan. Thank you so much for getting to hang out with me. Coming coming and uh, hanging and talking a little bit. I had I had such a great time, and uh, I'm really excited to kind of see where 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 your music goes from here. The sound you're looking for, and. Um, just watching me grow. So I'm excited. Thanks for coming. To hang out. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah,
0: Everybody you can go follow, uh, Megan on Instagram, uh, at Megan, Night 20, uh, all one word and go, uh, listen to all her music, wherever you listen to music, uh, go stream it, go share it, go love it, do all the great things. Um, if you're listening right now, her new song, my drama is currently out, go listen to it, go share it. Like I said, and, um, you know, spread the, spread the love, spread the wealth and her song hard way to go is also out now. So, uh, Again, go listening. Thanks for tuning, tuning in to another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars if you love the episode, of, and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore Podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, eleven AM Eastern, ten Central. As always, I am Kyle Corbels. That's Megan Maggie. We'll see you next week. Bye bye now.